Let's get you fired up. Financially independent, retire early. If you're a small business, professional, or entrepreneur, and you're looking for a way to stand out amongst your competition, then this is the podcast for you. We focus on relevant digital marketing strategies and tools to help you stand out in your industry and become the market leader in your profession. Hey, we don't hold back on this podcast. We say it like it is. And sometimes you may not like what you're hearing, but I guarantee you, you'll know the information given is truly what you need to do to take your business to the next level. So hang tight because you're about to be fired up with me, Krista Mayshore. Hey, did you know I have a YouTube channel? If you love my podcast, you'll love my YouTube page. I have over 200 informative videos that are free, of course. Think of my YouTube page as a bigger and super informative version just like my podcast. And you'll get to know me even better because you can actually see me. Please don't forget to subscribe while you are on my page. To visit my page, just visit youtube.com slash Krista Mayshore Coaching. That's youtube.com slash Krista Mayshore Coaching. Or simply search my name, Krista Mayshore. Hey, everyone, are you ready to be fired up? Because I sure am. I've got Molly Kaiser here with me today, and she is amazing. She's been somebody who's been able to generate over a million dollars in income from just 81 cents. That's right, 81 cents. And now she's a creator of profitable courses. So if you're ready to find out how you can take your passion and turn into profits, then you are in the right spot. Hi, Molly, how you doing? I'm fired up. Thanks for having me. Oh, great to I'm I'm love to have you. So I've known Molly probably about three years now. We both were in um Russell Brunson's mastermind together. And she um tell us a little bit about you. She she's amazing. So you're gonna learn a lot of marketing secrets here. She's got a knack for for copy and content, and it's just I'm so excited to have you. Yay! Well, I'm totally an open book, so I'm happy to chat about all the things, but Kind of how I got my start, like like you touched on a little bit. I, I'm a college dropout who had 81 cents. I created a profitable uh, photography studio. That led me into doing some online education for photographers. Um, we grew that business to 2 million. We had over, I think it was over 7,000 customers. And more recently, we pivoted because I want to make a bigger impact and help people to scale without more trading more of their time for money. So I want to help them take that passion they have and turn it into an online course, which is what I've done. And it's really helped me to create just a life that I love. And I want to share that with people. I know when you, when you're passionate about something, you just want to tell everyone about it. So that's a little bit about um, how I got to where I am today. It's so true. You feel like you're not working, huh? Like, I mean, that's how you really know that you've, you've, you are doing what you love because you don't feel like you're working. I have to honestly on the weekends pull myself from my computer and to to get out there and and it's pretty much a sickness actually, but I have to like pull myself away. So you actually right now, I know you did, you had a massively successful um, photography business, which is really crazy because a lot of photographers, you know, they don't have a lot of money and they don't like to spend a lot of money on their marketing. Um, And so you're, you were able to just help you know, thousands of photographers really, really uh, take their business from zero to to lots of money. And now you are teaching people to basically take their passions that they love and make them into online courses, correct? Correct. One of the things that I went through and a lot of my previous students have gone through is, you know, once you do grow that successful service-based business, once you hit that six figures for a service-based business, so we're talking like trading time for money, Um, you can hit a ceiling where it becomes harder and harder to scale um, without, you know, like for a photographer, they'd have to bring in other photographers and then they kind of become a manager and that's not really what they love. 
So one way I've seen it, uh, service-based business owners be able to really scale without trading more of their time for money is taking that knowledge they learned. Like they obviously have really good knowledge if they were able to grow to a six-figure service-based business. So I love helping those people to just take that package into a course and, and help more people so they can scale their business and help others in the process. Oh, great. I know one of the things you specialize in, which I'm really actually kind of excited to hear about, is you specialize in teaching people how to get organic traffic that doesn't cost them anything. So mm-hmm. without paying for traffic, you help them get leads. So I'd love to, because I know my listeners would love to hear about, you know, those kind of strategies. So what strategies do you teach that help people get leads without having to pay for them? Yeah, for sure. Oh my gosh. I love talking about this. Um, so first of all, I want to start with, you always have to be willing to grow and change when it comes to organic. Cause I know when I first started my business, Facebook didn't even have ads yet. It didn't have groups yet. It, there was really nothing. I mean, I remember I had a Zanga, I had a live journal, I had a friendster like back in the day. Okay. Yeah. Um, and I just, I kept growing and changing with what was working organically. Uh, right now, the, one of the number one things that I teach my students to do and something that we did when we pivoted our business we started over um, with a, with no audience, like we started totally fresh. And the main thing we focused on was growing a Facebook group. Now, I know groups aren't like some new thing. They've been around for a while, uh, but they, they work because what you do is, you know, you decide, okay, this is what my business is going to be about. This is what the, the culture of my group is going to be or the main purpose of this group you know, I'm going to start adding people and inviting people into my group that want to be part of this conversation. And then I can talk a little bit about if you feel like this is a good fit, Krista, about, um, we also grow our groups doing like a giveaway sort of thing. And it basically allows people to invite more people to your group and whoever invites the most gets like rewarded with a prize basically. Yeah. I totally want to hear about that first to me. <laughs> tell me, to me, so groups are great. Like I love groups. Um, it's one of the things that we teach our students to do too, is to create groups, to buy other people's groups. If there's groups that are local. Um, and so explain to me, you know, the benefits of it, how, what people should be doing in the groups, like what's the purpose of it so that, that the audience can really kind of grasp that. I love that. Okay. First of all, that's so cool about the buying groups thing. I've never done that. Um, but yeah, so just to give you like a real world example of what I did super recently. So again, we started this business um, with no audience. So I focused solely for about, I would say a week on growing this Facebook group, this brand new group. And I called it, um, how to create a profitable online course with Molly Kaiser. Now the first tactical tip takeaway I can give you is make sure that you name your group something that's going to be good for a search engine because we don't always think of Facebook as a search engine, but it 100% is. And like the majority of the people now that find my group, like in the beginning, I'll talk about how I grew that myself to kind of give it that little push. But now it's actually mostly organic. Um, I ask people in one of those, you can ask questions to people who join your group. And one of my questions is, how did you find this group? And the number one answer is, I found it searching through Facebook groups. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot more people than you know of that will type something in that they want to learn into Facebook to try to find it. And that's how they can find your group. Um, But so what I did in the beginning was I invited friends that I already had on Facebook that I thought would be a good fit for this group. Um, And I think the most important thing is to not focus on the number of people in the group. I think too many times I've definitely made this mistake before where I'm like, well, I just want to have a lot of people in my group. So I'm just going to invite everyone. 
but it's actually really bad if you do that because if that's people such a good group, point such a good point. <laughs> if yeah. people join your group that don't want to be in it then it's actually your the algorithm is going to sort of punish you like you're going to post something and it won't get very much interaction and then because those people don't want to be in there and then it won't get shown to the people that you actually want to see it it was smart mm-hmm. yeah so um the naming is super important. And then the, the growing and like adding your friends and that. And then once I actually tell my students, like invite around 50 to a hundred people from your friends list, you should be able to have around that. If what you're teaching is like really aligned with who you are, because well, let me, let me kind of just, cause I know people are listening going, well, what, you know what, I'm not, I don't have a course. So what would I create a group on? Oh, and okay. so I want to kind of help them with this. So basically if you're a local so if, if you're I'm somebody that's looking for people that aren't local, right? Then, it, you know, you're trying to find people throughout the nation that are wanting to build online courses. But a lot of people listening to this are local professionals. They're local, they're, they're local entrepreneurs. They're, lo- they're realtors, lenders, insurance agents, uh, divorce attorneys, you know, chiropractors, that kind of thing. And they're local. So you don't have to have a Facebook group based upon chiropractic or divorce or real estate. It can be something local. Like you want to have maybe a mom's club or a wine club or a, you know, something like that, that other people will be interested in, but that you could use as a vehicle to market to those people that are in that group because you own the group and you also can keep other people that are in your same, uh, that are competing with you out of the group. Right. So then now you're giving value, you're giving information, you're serving, you're helping, you're giving tips and tricks. People are getting to know you. And then inadvertently, they were are reminded that you're also in your profession or industry and you can occasionally kind of bring that up. But the goal doesn't necessarily have to be just to promote your business. It can be to promote a certain interest and get like minded people locally in there, kind of like a BNI, but on Facebook. I love that. And I would go so as as far to say that your group shouldn't be about like just the selling, like you said. Absolutely. Like you should make it, it should be something first and then about promoting your business a little bit second. I mm-hmm. totally agree with you. Uh, for my photography business, um, I don't have it anymore, but I had it for like 10 years. Uh, we grew it to multiple six figures, a studio in small town, Wisconsin. And a Facebook group that I started was just simply networking for just female business owners because that was my ideal customer. Um, and I was able to get a lot, and I wasn't even really in their face promoting. I just built a group where my ideal customers could come and we could become friends. And when people, you know, learn to know, like, and trust you, when you create actual friendships, people just want to do business with you naturally. Absolutely. So true. I love that. That's such, such a good point. Okay, keep going. You're, this is awesome. You're giving such great, great content and everyone's loving it. Oh, thanks. So, um, yeah. So with the groups, we talked about, okay, the titling and the adding. So again, like add 50 to 100 people to kind of kick start the group. And the 50 to 100 people you first add, that's going to be really important because think of those people as like, that's kind of what you're going to multiply. So you may make sure that those people are more of what you want <laughs> because yeah, you're exactly. only adding like family members that probably have maybe nothing to do with this interest or business topic. That might not be a good thing to, because these people that you're adding, they're going to like more people that are like them. So you want to make sure that you're adding the right people initially it makes total exactly. Sense. And once you add those initial people, once you start doing like a giveaway tactic, for example, the whole point is for them to add their friends. So if they're adding more people you don't want yet, you get the picture. 
So let me just talk a little bit about the giveaway. Basically, basically it's just you, you make a post and you say, Hey, um, I, I want to do something fun in this group. I want to grow this group. you like, just speak to people authentically. Just tell them exactly what it is you're doing. Like, I just want to grow this group. I want to create this community because of X, Y, Z. Um, so let's have a little giveaway. I'm going to be giving away X, Y, and Z. Like, I mean, for my photo students, they've done like purses for, um, my current business for courses, I've given away like, like trainings that I've used to charge for or charge for, and I've given those away. So you can give away anything that works for you. And then just say, Hey, um, add as many of your friends as you can comment below with how many people you added. And then I always just pick whoever added, um, the most as the winner, you can do it that way, or you can do like a random draw. And people always ask me this question next. Well, how do you know who added who and how do you count all those people? And I'm going to be real with you guys. I don't. I just have people comment with how many and I go on the honor system. Yeah. People that's, really that's, that's the best way to do it. To get a free training. Like, I don't think it's going to happen. But yeah. There's a, there's a um, software I use called UpViral and it's awesome. Like UpViral will, it can see who, how many people, you know, they can share on their social media pages uh-huh. and then it actually gives them a tracking number and it tracks how much they're how much they're actually, you know, doing. It's the coolest thing, but it's a little bit more complicated. So that's super cool. I love that. And then, so just using what we did recently as our example, we grew our group within, I'd say a week or two to about 300 members. And from just those 300 members, we were able to bring in, um, and again, our business was brand new at $0. We were able to bring in 20,000 cash collected, um, selling our our program. And so awesome. So Zero dollars in marketing, just by creating a free Facebook group. Yeah. And I remember you telling me, because we're in the mastermind group now, and she's like, I got another client, I got another client. I'm just like, that's awesome. So 20,000 in revenue without any expenses from a free Facebook group. So this, so I want you to, if you're, as you're listening to this, think about, okay, that could be me. And it might not be from a course, right? But it might be from, you pick up yeah. clients, you get a deal, you whatever it might be. Yeah. And I think the the main thing I want to share here is, and again, I've made this mistake myself. You always think that you need like 20,000 people or, or, you know, cause you, you, you look up to these leaders, these gurus online and you see that they have these big followings. And so you think you need that. Well, they were once where you are now, you yes. just aren't seeing that, you know? So, I mean, it's so possible as long as you get the right people and everything's in alignment, like that's really what's going to help launch or promote or whatever it is that you're selling. And so we took the approach of actually just um, messaging people and having just real conversations. And we just saw if people were a good fit for our program or not. Um, But again, if you have a, like a service-based business, um, you can do the same thing. You can grow a business around a certain topic, um, you know, make it not about promoting your business, but then you can weave in talking about your business or message people and say, Hey, I saw you needed this thing. You know, we provide that Mm -hmm. just the more you can be a real person and have real conversations, just like you would in real life. That is what works so well. And then what happens too, is you start to get referrals more and, Mm -hmm. and it all just kind of just, you know, from the people that are in the group because they know about your business and the more you can just serve and add value in anything that you do in life, not just in the Facebook groups, but in the Facebook groups, in the content you're producing in everything, the more that you're just going to reach more people. Okay. I like it. $20,000 in a week from a Facebook group. That's awesome. Molly. (laughs) Yay. So let's see. Do you want me to share more on groups? Um, uh, let me see here. So I know that you're really good at, uh, no, tell me other ways, other ways to get, um, to get clients without having to spend any money organically. 
Okay. So I know you do certain posts sometimes, like you do certain posts you were saying, or certain things would drop. That's true. So my main ways of doing it are Facebook groups and your Facebook personal page. Um, And obviously your email list, it all sort of connects together. But basically I just used Canva to create a freebie that had information that was aligned with my ideal customer. So I was like, okay, this is the information that my ideal customer would want. And I think it's really important to break this down for you guys. And again, this can work for a service-based or online business. But when it comes to creating a freebie to say, grow your email list, because you don't just want people on your Facebook group, you want to have them somewhere that you can own that information, right? Um, Like I said, I used Canva and you want to think about what is the information that my ideal client not only wants to learn, but needs to learn and would make them an even better client for my course. Like you, so you need to kind of think of it as like a value ladder, you know? So the freebie that I came up with was a lot of people were asking me, well, how do I come up with my course topics? This is just an example for you guys. So I thought, wow, that would be such a great bridge for a freebie. So we created the freebie and then we promoted that um, in the free group. And the great thing about the freebie is, I mean, it doesn't feel super salesy because you're just saying like, hey, here's this free information that you've been asking me for. It's free, it's helpful. And then when they get on the email list, I have a five-day email series um, that actually talks to them, uh, meets them with where they're at and talks about, you know, how they can like what they could, action they can take now. And then at the, at the fifth day, it invites them to um, an automated webinar that I do. So That's awesome. But really quickly, before I forget, back to the, the Facebook group. When people subscribe, like they want to join their Facebook group, make sure that you ask them for their email address, but don't just ask them for their email address. Give them like a her free giveaway. Say something like, hey, would you be interested in getting this, um, you know, this, this, free PDF, this free tips and tricks guide, this free, you know, how to come up with, create your, your topics for your course. Uh, and let me know and I'll, you know, provide your email address and I'll send it to you. You want to make sure that you, gosh, that was one of the big mistakes I made Molly. We've got like over, I think around 10,000 people (laughs) in our Facebook group, but I didn't ask for their email address at first. So you want to make sure that you ask a question when they're joining the Facebook group. So you collect their email address, but you don't just say, give me your email address. You say, let me give you this thing of value that I know will add to your life and it's going to help you. And then they're going to want to give you their email address. They're not going to even really realize you're using it for that reason. (laughs) I love what you just said, because number one, it's actually against Facebook's policy to just automate. Like I know a lot of people use like bots and things, to have people comment their email and then it automatically subscribes them. Um, Like I've heard that's against Facebook's terms of service. So I like what you said. Um, That's what we do too. We'll say like, hey, by the way, have you downloaded this freebie that we have? And then we'll put a link to it and they can write yes or no. And every single person's like, oh no, thank you so much. Like people just want to be invited to get the help that they're searching for. And you know, I just wrote, I just made two notes. So I don't forget to talk about this. If you like Krista, I would love to talk a little bit about using Pinterest for organic and also email swaps. Yeah, go for it. Okay, cool. So I'll start with email swaps since we're on that topic, but this one's super simple. Um, basically what you want to do is you should have an email list. If you don't, I'm sure you do, but, um, if you don't start one yesterday (laughs) and what you want to do is find people that have your ideal customers. So maybe start making a list of those people and you want to reach out to them and say something along the lines of, Hey, would you like to do an email swap? I will promote your freebie to my email list in exchange. You will promote my freebie to your email list. 
And it's a very equal exchange. Um, there's not many people that will say no to this, at least in my experience. Um, and it's such a great way for number one, you're sharing their freebie with your audience. So you look great because you're like, here's some great free information. Like I'm here to help you. Right. And then you're gaining subscribers on this side. So I, I, I have massively grown our email list doing that and it costs zero. So I love that's that. a great, that's awesome. I like, I haven't even done that. That's a great idea, Molly. <laughs> Thank you. Um, the last one I want to share with you guys specifically on the organic, like non-paid and all that is uh, Pinterest, especially Krista, how many would say of your listeners have mostly like a female audience? Probably about 60% female, okay. maybe even 70. <laughs> We're getting well, more say, men, mostly all the women. Okay, cool. I will say Pinterest. Um, I don't have the stats in front of me, but I want to say it's something like 70 or 80% of people on Pinterest are women. So keep that in mind. Um, this might align with your business. It might not. Uh, if you're ideal customer is female or you serve a lot of women in your business, uh, Pinterest might be something you really want to look into. So the cool thing about Pinterest is the entire thing is just a search engine. People literally just go on Pinterest to find like basically ads, <laughs> you know, that, that's really what it is. It's the organic ads. So let's say you want to cook dinner. You're like, well, I'm going to go on Pinterest and look for recipes. Well, if you click on those recipes, where do they go? They go to people's blogs that are their mm -hmm. businesses. The entire thing is a search engine. So um, the best tip I can give you, like, because there's so much I could share about Pinterest, but the best tip I can give you is start your Pinterest profile and then start to look for Pinterest group boards. So for example, um, since my business is helping female entrepreneurs, uh, I looked for a bunch of group boards that had female entrepreneurs. And what's cool is when you pin a pin to a group board that has other people in it, your pin is being shown to your audience and also her audience, his audience, her audience, every single person in the group. Ooh. So it's like massive exposure. And the cool thing about Pinterest is your pins, you know, I'm not sure the exact algorithm. I don't work at Pinterest, but obviously they're shown more in the beginning, but they never really die out. Like if people search for that thing, they'll find it. Um, and there's also some How do you get to be on a group board on Pinterest? Okay, great question. I love this. So, um... First of all, you can create your own group board and then you can invite people. So that's a great way to, that's how I started my first group board. And then the other thing you can do is click on, so you can search for group boards. And then at the top of the group board, like nine times out of 10, it will say, this group board is for, you know, female entrepreneurs, blah, blah, blah. Email this email if you want to join the board. And then you basically email them and say why you should be worthy to be a part of their board. <laughs> gotcha. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to have to do that. <laughs> oh, you totally, Krista, it'd be awesome for you. I love that. Um, yeah. So that's a big one. And then as far as Pinterest goes, you want, if you actually want to post more than just like on Facebook and I would recommend using something called tailwind, you can actually schedule your pins. So it's cool is let's say you write a blog post. Um, so let's say you spent all this time on a really good piece of content, like a blog post. You can promote that on Pinterest. And what I would recommend doing is creating multiple pins for that. So you could create one pin that's like the title of the blog post with your face on it. One pin that's like the title with like maybe a stock image that would appeal to, you know, somebody else. Uh, maybe it's just a, a longer image. Like you can basically, you're basically split testing <laughs> how to promote that thing. And so it's less about creating more and more and more content and more about taking the time to really promote the content that you've already created. And with Tailwind, 
you can actually say, I want this pin to repin two times a week at these times. And it will just forever like repin your pins. And you can say like, this group board, this group board, it's crazy. Oh, awesome. That's great. <laughs> All of this has been free, 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 which is so nice. Everybody wants free, right? Um, okay, so t- tell us a little bit more. Any tips and tricks that you can give us? Anything we haven't like covered yet that you think, oh man, they, I want to help these people? Ooh, I have so much that I love to share. Let me think, let me think. So um, what's like the biggest question you get, Krista, from your uh, followers and listeners? Most people are just like, how do I, you know, have more of an online presence? How do I, you know, locally, how do I get my, my business owners and local professionals? They don't really, they're, they're taught to get their profession. They get to all this time getting, getting credentialed and then they don't know how to market themselves. Mm. So they have difficulty okay. marketing. Okay. So what I would say is this, I just shared with you, you know, Facebook group, personal Facebook, Pinterest, email swaps. Like, I feel like it's all really great, but it could probably be really overwhelming. Especially if you're not doing any of this, you're probably sitting back like, Oh yeah, that's great. But I have to spend several hours to now figure out how to do all these things and then implement them. I get it. So here's what I would say. Um, I would say one of the most important things is to really sit back and think about, what's going to align with your ideal customer and know that you don't have to do every single thing. <laughs> so yes. I a hundred percent do not believe that you need to be on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, Pinterest. Like you don't have to be on every single thing. You just need to pick, in my opinion, like one to two social medias and get really good at those before you move on to other ones. Like, I mean, you can build your business to a million dollars solely with Facebook. You can build your business to a million dollars solely with Instagram. And I think for me, at least when I was first, you know, a service-based business owner, that really hung me up a lot where I would just get so overwhelmed with having to create all, for all these different channels. It's so um, true. I was I just learned learn, like consistency is more important. Yeah. Learn, implement, master, repeat. Learn, implement, master, repeat. I tell that to my students all the time. Learn one really, really well. Master it. Make sure you're implementing like crazy and then keep on repeating it until you ever go to a new platform. And make sure when you do go to a new platform, you don't stop doing the first one. Jack of all trades, master of none. I mean, for me, I pretty much master Facebook. You know, I'm a Facebook specialist, right? And we're awesome on um, Instagram. We didn't even start using Instagram until we really, really mastered Facebook. Now we're, we're taking it on to YouTube, right? But we didn't start YouTube until about six months ago. And I've been in the online digital space for, you know, this is for coaching for two and a half years. So it, it definitely takes time. So you will absolutely get that. That's great advice. Otherwise you just get super overwhelmed. Thanks. Um, I totally agree. And I would say one other thing too is, and I know Krista will be like, oh my gosh, yes. (laughs) Uh, Focus because I know for me, you know, I'm a creative and whether, I don't know if Krista believes if she's a creative or not, but I don't no, believe you're, you're, yes, you are. Okay. I'm not a creative at all. I'm not even, you are, you're a, extra, no, there's she no creativity she is, but we'll agree to disagree. <laughs> but, uh, cause she's the content master in my eyes, but, um, with, especially for creatives, I should say, it's really hard for us to focus. And again, I'm really speaking to myself here because I am a creative. And, uh, like I said, it, it's hard to focus because not only are there, there's all these different channels, but there's also a lot of noise online. People saying, do this, do this, do that, do that. So it is really important. Like when you sign up for a coaching program or um, decide to go a certain route, it's really important that you just really uh, listen and implement and 
focus. Uh, so for me, just a little story for you guys. With when I decided to do my education for photography uh, for photographers, I actually ended up creating a hundred low-priced products. So I, I ended up creating like ebooks, posing guides, a bunch of different stuff um, because that's what I saw other people in my industry doing, and I just thought this must be the way to do it. Right. <laughs> um, and plus uh, uh, there was always people saying, you know, I don't have any money. I don't have any money. And so I thought, Oh, I need to have cheap things, which there's always going to be people saying that, but you know, you should make your business decisions based on how you need to do it. But I made all these products and long story short, I could not get my business passed. I believe it was five or 600,000. And I was in this mastermind with Krista. And one of the best things that was said to me was, Molly, you would end up helping a lot more people, getting them much better results and making a lot more money in your business if you just had like one product (laughs) that had one focus, like one deliverable thing, which was for me getting my photo students to six figures. Um, And so we actually retired all of our products we went all in on this one thing and we went zero to 2 million in two years with the one product. And obviously you can totally add more products once you've like mastered, but it's just what Krista said. It's the same thing as social media, Like yes, master it and then move on. Yeah, I totally agree. I totally agree. <laughs> I know we got some good, good advice in our, in our mastermind group. That's why it's so good to have coaching and helping accountability. Okay. So we're going to wrap it up here. I always um, finish asking somebody if you had one tip, just one tip, and you can tell us where to find you. But if you had just one tip, personal or business, what would that be? Mm. I'm going to give you two. Okay. (laughs) I'm such a punk. Okay. Um, So my first one would be to get to really align on your vision before you start anything, or even if you've already started, take a moment to step back and think about how do I want my business to work for me so that you don't end up getting trapped working solely for your business? I've made that mistake many times. <laughs> I know personally, that's personally exactly why now you're, you're doing, you're teaching online courses, right? Because you were kind of a slave to your business for a while and you've made yes. this, this shift very recent. Yes. That's great advice. Hundred percent. Actually, I want to just back up right there. <laughs> that is such good advice because, you know, you really have to understand, like, what do you want your lifestyle to be like? Where, you know, do you want to be able to work from home? Do you want to be able to go on vacation? Do you want to be able to, or do you want to be, you know, build your business around your loves and your desires, not the other way. Otherwise you become a victim and a slave to your business. Yes. And I had, I had a lot of coaches and mentors that were, I mean, they're all amazing. Okay. But you know, when you, sometimes when you enter certain coaching programs, it's like a certain environment. And I've been in certain ones where, it was numbers, 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 which is great. And I needed that, but it also actually made me sort of forget (laughs) about like my vision and, and what I wanted for myself, not just bigger business, bigger business, more revenue. So that's the first thing. The second thing that I'll share, um, is I'm a huge proponent for all business owners and really all people to go to therapy (laughs) and it's so stigmatized and nobody talks about it. So this is a big thing that I love to talk about, but it's actually made me such a better, uh, you know, person, wife, uh, sister, uh, business owner to really take that time to focus on myself and how I can show up and serve better and just be a better person. So Absolutely. Personal growth and development. I'm reading a book right now from John Maxwell, Developing the Leader Within You. And Mm -hmm. he talks about how, you know, when he was younger, he was was like, when am I going to get there? When am I going to be the best leader? And then he realized, you know, 20 years in, like, I'm never going to get there. (laughs) You know, I, I, I need to not, the question shouldn't be, 
when am I going to get there? Should be how far can I go? Right. Like we should never, ever stop trying to grow and be the best person that we can be. And many times that that absolutely it, uh, comes with 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 going to therapy. So, Molly, thank you. So how I know you that you actually teach people how to create profitable online courses. Where think where can they go to find you? Yeah. So you can go to profitablecourses.com. Still can't believe I have that URL. Pretty sweet, right? I know. That's crazy that you got that. Seriously. I got profitablecourses.com. I'm like, no one had that. That's great. That's crazy. But yeah, um, if you head there, we have the freebie on how to create your, how to come up with your course topic. I have a free training on how to get paid to test your idea. We have a podcast, different things. Um, I'd love to connect with you. Yes. Awesome. So go to profitablecourses.com and Molly, thank you so much. You've been amazing. I appreciate you. And everybody remember, it's awesome to listen and learn, but if you don't implement, nothing happens. I hope you're just as fired as I am and I'll see you next time. And as always, I so appreciate this little bit of your time. Do you need help standing out, getting more clients and making more money with video? Well, I have the perfect guide for you. Even if you have no idea where to start and have never used video before, my Video Maven course will work for you. In today's market, it's nearly impossible to stand out and generate business unless you are seen. And this number one tool right now is video. To get my Video Maven course, just visit videomavencourse.com slash yes. That's videomavencourse.com slash yes.